diapers and hose and theoretical bows. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I like that one. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Talk Comics to Me time. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. And we're here to talk about comic books. It's been a pretty, like, shitty week, month, year, year <laughs> two years. Well, it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. I'll be there for you. All right, I guess we should just talk about comics. We're friends. <laughs> we are friends. We're friends. But yeah, thank you for joining us. I hope we can bring a little light to your life. This, okay. <laughs> okay, no more. No more. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to Are you hungover? I'm, <laughs> you just... I'm a little... I am hungover. I'm not drunk anymore. <laughs> I'm uh, just f- feeling the heat. All right. So I'm going to... I'm just going to go. Uh, this is Spider-Man 2099 Exodus issue number two. Um, it's, you know, a future Spider-Man. The story is about uh, Loki. So each of the issues of this series focus on like one Marvel baddie, uh, and this one is Loki, and he is the last remaining Asgardian. You know, he's not really Asgardian. He is the last remaining god from the world that he lived on because of Ragnarok. It's uh, obviously a different version of Ragnarok in here because this is a weird like other dimension world Mm -hmm. i forget what it is called it's just a different world so things are a little bit different um but he is trying to figure out a way to bring asgard back but obviously with loki it's there's other things going on and he enlists the help of a valkyrie and they're just trying to figure out how to bring it back um this it's good <clears throat> I do love Loki stories. I love the art in this. I thought it was a lot of fun uh, because, you know, the entire time he's got ulterior motives and stuff and you just don't quite know what that is. But, uh, and this is a spoiler, he does actually die in this. Okay. Um, for realsies? For realsies, yes. Yes. He sacrifices <laughs> himself um, to bring back the world. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, which I thought was very, very nice. And then the Valkyrie takes his helmet. <laughs> and is just wearing it. Yeah. It's mine now. <laughs> She's like, this dude is dead. I'm going to loot. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty sick helmet. How I mean, could he just leave it on his dead body like this? I, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing. But I would be respectful about it and just take the whole outfit. Rather than just one piece. I would just piece. leave his naked dead body behind. I would bury it. I would make sure he was buried before I took all of his stuff. Okay. You know, like, anyway. So, yeah, that's issue number two. Issue number three, I can't remember who it's going to be. I feel like it. Ex- they said at one point, but I was not really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to do while reading. Story of my life. Um... But yeah, I think for not knowing anything about this specific universe before getting into it, like it's very easy to follow if you just remind yourself that it is different than like the Spider-Man that I am familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, it helps a lot that each issue does just focus on like one person rather than like the whole story. So it's I had fun I had fun reading it a lot uh, and I've enjoying the I'm enjoying the series way more than I had anticipated yeah so I don't know that's good yeah I think if you're a, a fan of any sort of Spider-Man I, I would recommend it to you okay okay <laughs> uh I have now this comic book called Foul Brood Ugh. This is issues number one. I guess I could have done that. Yeah, that, that, that was two. totally fine. <laughs> these is these are issues number one and two. Um, this was a Kickstarter by done by Christopher Savella. He actually stopped into the shop to drop off uh, a couple copies of these and something else that I didn't get through Diamond. Anyway, I was really excited because I missed the Kickstarter for this because mm-hmm. it was during November, December of last year, and I was poor, so it was there is no way. Okay, I, that makes sense. There was no way I was getting it. Um, 
Anyway, so it's just about bees and crime, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, anyway, Christopher Sabella does the script and designs. The liner is by Claire Rowe. Color is by Hank Jones. And letters are by Hassan Atsamane Alau. Ooh. Did I do it? Yeah. Okay. okay. I hope I did the. I, I felt like I did way better than I normally do. You were so confident about that yeah, too. I, I have to get better about. I think if I feel more confident about it, I can do it better. Yeah. I think it's the hesitancy. Mm-hmm. It scares me. Yeah, because then you just start like breaking it down yeah. in your head and yeah, aren't confident. <laughs> yeah, about I it. just think about it too yeah. much. Anyway, on to this book. Uh, I'll just read the back of it because it does one of those things that makes it a little easier. Uh, A comic about bees, crime, and the intersection of bees and crime. Loosely based on a true story of some stuff that actually happened for real. A career criminal in the sticks with a resume full of screw-ups who has turned his sights on a lucrative untapped racket, stealing bees. A desperate beekeeper out of her element, gambling on a score that will keep her head above water and her family apiary alive. A pair of rural crime lords back from retirement with their psychopathic grandkids as soldiers building a new empire in the middle of nowhere. Two agricultural tax force cops tracking down parts, parts thieves and filing reports. One year for some more excitement in her quiet career. So, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the first two issues. Um, it is supposed to be a six-issue series. I did check out the Kickstarter but all the Kickstarter had was the fact that there was the first two issues and, like, not really any other information, short of, like, doing the Kickstarters to raise money for the creators. So, which, that's fine with me. I don't care. But, yeah, I, I am excited to read the rest of the story. I really, really liked it. I liked the tone of the story. I love the art and the colors yeah. quite a bit. I was just going to say, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, the way it looks is just really, really nice. And I like just, like, the the beats of the story it Mm -hmm. it reads really well really like there wasn't a point where i was like because there are quite a few words the quality of the pages yeah their pages are so thick i kept thinking i missed a page because they are so thick but yeah it's it's great yeah it's a nice book i had like i said i had a lot of fun um i literally have no idea how to tell you to get this book other than the kickstarter, kickstarter that was done yeah. so i don't know find somebody maybe uh sabella's website i tried i looked there yeah okay no if he did have other stuff but not that okay so, we'll do a little research and yeah, we'll try I, to figure I, it out i say i tried to do the research i could and then mm-hmm. i was like i'm gonna read more stuff and so i went on with my day makes sense and yeah so anyway I'll find out more when I find it. I'll tell you about it. I liked it, especially if you know, like bees and crime. Yeah, I like the idea. Yeah, it's just it. like, like a really fun. But yeah. I'll, I'll let you, I guess, have read them because they're the shop. So okay, yeah, I would love that because um, I love bees. Yeah, and this is just fun. It's good, and good crime. stuff. Crime, yeah, <laughs> crime, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so next we have Seven Sons. This is issue number one. This is a story by Robert Wyndham and Kelvin Mao, uh, with Jay Lee doing the art and June Chung does the the colors. Mm-hmm. Simon Boland does the letters. Uh, this is a story about the sons of God. <laughs> the being, multiple Jesus. <laughs> yes. Being chosen to be like the ultimate Jesus, but they're getting murked. Yeah, it reminded me, like, the, I don't know, that whole idea reminded me a little bit of Children of Men, Mm -hmm. and how, at the beginning of the movie, it's been so long since I've seen it, how, like, the youngest person gets, like, murdered. I don't know. Yeah. It reminded me of that for some reason, like, it was a weird connection in my head that I made, and I was like, okay, so it's these seven bros that are just, like, apparently... Yeah, God's kid and who who is the ultimate one. But, yeah, they just keep getting killed off in, like, very obscene ways. Yeah, and so I guess the whole idea is, like, a take on, like, what religion kind of is. Um, there is some 
problematic issues within this book uh, where the bad guys are the sons of Allah or like what was that the hand of I don't remember I'm gonna look Some, it, uh... something along those lines where it just felt very like Islamophobic and just really like really icky <laughs> which was a very unfortunate part of the story yeah cause the idea itself is like it's it's good like yeah. it, it was it was very interesting and I didn't not like it but it was just yeah a very weird thing that they did yeah it's like I know they say it is it right there Allah's, oh, Watchmen. Allah's Watchmen yeah goddamn terrorists yeah, yeah it's it, it, yeah just the way it is framed cause yeah they're framed as terrorists it's just mm, mm. It's a bit questionable. So yeah, I don't know if you can look past that, then it might be a good book for you to read. But I, I think I might read the second one like off the wall. But I just don't. I do not have any interest in continuing with it. It just it's a bit, it's a bit uncomfy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's exactly how I felt when I read it. So I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't know about that. That yeah. seems unnecessary. Yeah. I. I did not make the connection the first time I read it. I also read it off the wall on that Tuesday, mm-hmm. I think, because I was like, I just want to get this read because I was like, I have noticed that my uh, several of my picks that I have done for the shop are just questionable, and it really made me go on a journey, um, a deep soul search. Um, why do I pick these books? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm I mean, gonna have to. You you don't know. No, I know, but I just like it's several now that has happened to me where it's like I'll pick this book and then I'll read it and I'm like, wow, that is a very problematic book. And I picked that as my pick of the week. It's online where I'm telling people this is the book that I pick. And I don't know if anyone who listens to this has any idea. Don't. Don't take most of my suggestions (laughs) until I am able to fulfill my duty on reading it and giving a proper review. So, yeah, that was Seven Sons. (laughs) We'll move on. Yes. Uh, So next we have the beginning of this Bone Orchard Mythos uh, thing. And this is The Passageway. This is book number one. This is a nice little... Hardcover. Yeah, it feels really nice. It um, smells smells pretty good too. Yep, I had a piece of glue that was on oh. one of my pages. It did. It was fine, um, but I had to do that thing where I did that oh, to yeah. separate the pages. Apparently, Julian said he had one that had a piece of glue like on the inside, and so when he pulled it open, it like teared the page a little bit. Oh no! I said teared. <laughs> yeah, I just said Um. So yeah, uh, the book is incredible. Like it feels so good. Um, I'll read the. That's like a sentence in the back that kind of explains what the story is. Uh, when a geologist is sent to a remote lighthouse to investigate strange phenomena, he finds a seemingly endless pit in the rocks. But what lurks within, and how will he escape its pull? Where is that? It's on the back here. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. I was looking at the first two sentences. I I seriously, just when I was flipping it around, I just noticed that it gave a little synopsis. So that was the only reason why I read it. I was like, oh, that's like the best way to explain it. Because in classic Lemire fashion. It is confusing as fuck. Yes. But in like a very nice way where you're just like very intrigued and it's very like folk horror-esque. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And there's just lots of circles. Uh, but yeah, I just, I think if you liked Gideon Falls, this is definitely something that's going to be right up your alley. There's some really good shots and scenes and panels, of course, and mm-hmm. full sp- full page spreads, uh, which kind of do are unfortunate in a hardcover book because it's like you want to see the full page spread, but then you also right. don't want to break anything too hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think if you like full core you like jeff lemire and it comes in at a cool 17.99 so you aren't won't 
break the bank like mm-hmm. buying it like I was surprised at that price I was expecting 20 25 dollars like yeah. a lot of hardcovers are but it's good it's a good introduction story yeah I'm I'm interested to see how this will connect with other things like what those stories are mm-hmm. and what they mean to everything so yeah I'm excited um I am doing that thing with this where I'm not like reading what the stories are yeah i had no about. idea what yeah. this was about <laughs> i just go started in, reading it i was like all right here we go go in blind if you can i know that we just like kind of spoiled the <laughs> what it was about here but i would say like from erase that from your mind yeah do and an, do the, an mib little thing flash um but the next ones do yourself a favor. Don't read about like what they're about before you read it because it's... And we won't even talk about it. We we'll will just, not. We'll just show you a book we read. Yes. We'll talk about it some other time. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Everything that we just said. But again, don't don't take my advice. Um, oh, yes, yeah. I am the one that has this. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is issue number one of A Calculated Man. Uh, this is an aftershock book. This is about... Um, a guy that has uh, an obsession with like numbers. Uh, he remembers everything, has like a incredible memory. He is. Uh, He's also got synthesia. Like. Yeah, I was. I couldn't remember what it was called. Yes. Um, I feel like. And if you don't know what synthesia is, it's like when people associate like, in this instance, colors with like numbers. Some people like hear sounds in different ways so yeah um he is working with the fbi i'm looking at you i think it's the witness protection the witness yes okay i did read the first like part of this book so yeah i can help you i got to the point where you basically find out he was the accountant for one of the big mob families and that they're back after him yeah so basically that's what the story is um he was an accountant for this like one crime family and he was done doing it so he ended up leaving um he was put into witness protection and he works with the people who put him in wit- I, I think it's the fbi or cia one of them was some, some government, government thing. yeah some assholes yes uh he is working with them to take down another crime family but while he's doing that the crime family is trying to take him out. And since he is so good at like planning and numbers, he is doing that himself. He's going behind everyone's back and taking out the people one by one. So that's what this is about. It's his whole journey of like starting this and like having the idea and putting it into action. So he's just killing mob. Um, there was a part in it like this. It was all right. I, mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. It wasn't bad. It was a very interesting idea. Um, it was executed really well. Um, and I was very much interested in it. But I also, it's not something that I would normally read. So I don't know if I'm going to read the next one. I it's did only just special order this one. Bag baby. It's not my bag baby. The one thing that was my bag baby was <laughs> at the very end of this, because he mentions in here that like part of the reason why he wanted to stop doing the accounting was because he didn't have time to do anything else. He was like, I, you know, I just, he wanted to start dating. He'd never done that before. So he mentions that he signed up for Tinder in there and the, the back has the conversations in Tinder. And yeah. I thought it was, yeah, it was very, very fun. Um, because another thing about him is he cannot lie. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, so the conversations that he has with people in the back are just a hoot. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Uh, Hoot and holler. (laughs) Okay, so next I have Blind Alley. This is issue number two. This is about a main character who returns home after some problems. Uh, It is... I don't know. There's some questionable stuff in there. I, I probably because it also takes place like in the 80s, 70s, that time frame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll. I, I don't know if I want to keep reading it, but I part of me is just like, might as well. Yeah, because isn't it's five issues? Yeah, yeah. And other part of me is like, eh, I could just 
I don't want it really. Yeah. I, mean, I would say if you're on the fence, just stop. Yeah. You it's know? like, I like the art, mm-hmm. but like this issue, just like, yeah, some of it just rubbed me really wrong and I did not enjoy it. It's not your bag, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's not my bag, baby. That's all I got to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did like the art. I like the size of it, which yeah. is weird. Uh, just how small it is i think it's it looks really good yeah it, it there is something yeah about the way it's put together and yeah, yeah. okay sad okay so next we have hulkland i do this all the time in my head i say hulkland and wickling hulkling and wiccan this is just a little one shot but this was i think actually published as a web comic so this oh it might have been i just know that or it's, is it coming soon to... It's coming soon. Okay. Yeah. So um, this is, yeah, technically a one-shot, but it continues on Marvel Unlimited. Okay. So if you want to do go. that, yeah. Heather read this. I did not. Yeah. So without spoiling too much, um, basically Hulkling and Wiccan are put into a situation where their memories are false and it's them trying to figure out what is going on and making it back to each other. Okay. So, cute. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. There is a, a villain at the end when they make their appearance. I was like, look, there they are. I got excited <laughs> about it. Um, but it's, in so many words, I guess, it's just how love conquers all. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Mm-mm. <laughs> I did not. That's fine though. Okay. Uh, this is Moon Knight, uh, Black, White, and Blood. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is issue number two. Little anthology series, three different stories, three different creators. I read the first one. I liked it all right. I really like the art in the first one. Yeah. That was my favorite out of them. But the, the last one was my favorite story. Mm-hmm. He's just in a coffee shop um, talking about a, a job that he had been on one time, but it just looks like he's talking to himself, which I thought was yeah, really funny. Good. Yeah. So yeah, it's just an anthology of Moon Knight stories. So if you like Moon Knight and you can handle black, white, and red story, mm-hmm. do it. Do it. Just, say, just do it. Then. And this one had all great, great art. I liked mm-hmm. all art in it. So. And they're fun, and you don't need to read every single mm-hmm. one to know what's going on. You can just pick up random issues and read those stories. Yeah, so. true, true. It makes it real easy. Um, okay, I have Cult of Icarus. This is issue number four. This is the last one. Um, basically, the the main character discovers that she is the progeny of a human and a vampire, making her the only half-vampire uh, the group of vampires are trying to sacrifice her because it has been said in their culture that she will give them unlimited power, but they have to drink her blood. So it's her trying to get out of that situation. Um, this It was all right. Yeah, is like, this as, like end-end? Yes. Okay. I mean, as far as I know, end-end. I just didn't know if it was one of those things where like it maybe could have a second... They for sure could, okay. like with the way that it ends. Um, but for now, this is the end end. And I think for, you know, four issues for a weird vampire story, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just, it was very enjoyable. Um, if they had a second part to it, I probably wouldn't read it just because I really loved how this one ended mm-hmm. because it was so like open ended. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun. I like the art for it the most. I just really like vampire stories. So yeah, yeah, you it do. Checks out, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> something I think we know. Okay, so I have We Ride Titans. This is issue number four. This is just a little story about a family who fights at kaiju and mechs and Kit is i believe our main character i'm just gonna say that their name is kit that sounds right and their brother's name is dev i believe um but kit took over for dev fighting in the mech suit and their father the rock 
That's right. Yeah. Like, I was is, like, is that the Fast and Furious comic? Yeah, is the one who's like kind of controlling everybody. Oh yeah, it's Kit. It is Kit. So, um, it's kind of just yeah. It's just about. It's really about family more than anything. Yeah. Like the subtext is subtext. The sub like the subplot. <laughs> It feels like is the like actual mechs and kaiju fighting, and then all of the main plot is just like family stuff. It's like a fun. It's a fun book, and I really like it. And I really like the art. I'm just like, I needed to like do what it wants to do now. Okay, how many issues is that? Four, Four. and it's not really rolling the yeah, way that you would like it. It's to? like it's it's got the bones. It knows what it's doing, and now I'm just like, okay, now just. Now just it just do needs it. Blood. Like, yeah, just like, I don't know. It's not bad. It's, okay. I enjoy it, but I, I needed to, like, move. Move, yeah. That makes sense. I know you had that issue with, like, this um, during the second one or something like that yeah. when you had talked about it. It just feels like, yeah, it's just the beats aren't quite the way they should be. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Okay. Well, at least you're still enjoying it. At yeah, least it yeah. could be you hated it. Yeah, and I don't hate it, so yeah. we're good. Okay, perfect. So next I ha- we have together, yeah. we have Farmhand. This is issue number 18. Um, I, I don't really have a lot to say here because, once again, the story is like just fucking going. Yeah, we're pretty deep into this. Yeah, now. I mean, it, besides the fact that it started three years ago, but yeah. also just like... This is, there's a lot going on. I think we're kind of getting to that, like, climax part of the story where, like, everything's kind of coming to a head. Um, But I've been really enjoying these, like, issues that have come back. I wasn't sure how I'd feel once I saw it was coming back. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if my love is still there. And then as I've read these, like, last three issues, like, every single one I've really enjoyed, I thought has really, like... I haven't felt the need to go back. No, I was going to say that. I, I I was worried that there was such a gap in between that I wasn't going to remember. But this, they do such a good job of explaining it without doing mm. a complete recap of everything. And I have also just been enjoying these last few issues probably more uh, yeah, than like the first half of the story it's yeah i definitely agree with that that's i don't know if it's like the tension of everything that's going mm-hmm. on or if it's just kind of like the emotions flow a little bit better yeah. than they did before but yeah like these issues have been much much stronger i think than anything in the first mm-hmm. half and I, it makes me wonder if they he had the idea for like how it was going to end this whole time and wasn't quite sure like how to get there mm-hmm. and now that it's coming to an end it's just it's yeah, hidden. yeah. No, it's a it's a great book. I I do I do suggest it. Like I mean, it it would be worth like hopping on right now, and then you'd mm-hmm. be done with the trades by the time it's like finished and be able to pick up the last one. I'd hope, but it's another book about just family. Yeah, I say I say it is just about like family shit and how how things can be good, how things can be bad, and everything in between that as well i was gonna say i wonder if the whole theme of it is generational trauma well yeah and that feels the same way and it's just like yeah dads Mm -hmm. and just like shitty kind of shitty dads and Mm -hmm. absent absent mothers and dead mothers yeah yeah it's very traumatic (laughs) there's like just a lot going on there it's good though. It's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it's very enjoyable to read about someone else's traumatic family. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so I have the Sumerian Hour of the Dragon. This is issue number four. This is the last one. This that just... cover is so bad, by the way. Yeah, no, it's awful. I I feel like the covers for all like this last one have been very very. They've terrible. been like yeah. I don't know. The, something is just off about every I say no one. no offense to the artist if that makes me feel bad but I, mm-hmm. I hate looking at them yeah no they've all been disgusting no shade I absolutely hate it um what the clouds are coming I through. said no shade God was like nope we got Here, you I'm just gonna I'm gonna pop open one of these okay things a little bit we'll see if it helps so this um is like I said the the last issue of the series yeah, that's better. It's still a little dark, like behind me, but I don't look like a ghost. Do that one. Tiny. Okay, that's actually great. 
Okay, so this is the last issue of this series, and it's just um, Conan taking down the wizard and getting his throne back. Um, I love the art in this book. Like, it was absolutely phenomenal, which I think is the main reason why... I, not the main reason, because I enjoy the stories too, but I just... The art in these ones, this particular issue, was just beautiful. Um, <laughs> now I'm a ghost! <laughs> But I, uh, my favorite part of this, I think, um, in the first issue when he's taken captive, he is assisted by one of the king's slaves, and he tells tells her, you know, like I will save you, pretty much when I when I get my throne back, I will make you a queen, and he does, which I just, That's yeah. What does he say? Anyway, yeah, he takes down the king who had taken him down originally and was like, oh, by the way, I'm taking that woman and I am making her my queen. And it's just very cute. I just love that page. Um, and I actually did end up reading the story in the back because I liked this series so much that I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm yeah. putting my, my reading goggles on and I'm getting this done. I'm going to have to pick up the actual... I think I'm going to get the hardcovers mm -hmm. for at least a couple of them because it makes it so much easier because I grabbed number three yeah. to read that and then read this story. So if I, th I think if I have it all there together, it'll be way easier for me to read because it's so... The text is just so small, and I get very overwhelmed, which is why I haven't really yeah. read any of them from the other series Is it before. actually, like, uh, the Howard story? Yeah. So, I mean, you could probably find the, a book. Yeah, like I was actual, thinking about like, that, too. Or, like, find the text online. Yeah, I might, yeah, I might actually do that, but... Oh, here, this is where I read it. Um... Uh, very well, the king smiled. I was trying to figure out where it started. Uh, very well, the king smiled as at an exceedingly pleasant memory. She shall be your ransom and not else. I will come to Bel Belverus for her as I promised. She was a slave in Nemedia, but I will make her queen of Aquilinoia. I don't know how to say it. Aquilinoia. The Conan's land. So, yeah. He let the king live, but in order for him to live, he took his slave from him. So I just thought that was a very nice, nice ending to it. There wasn't banging in it, which was shocked me. Yeah. I mean, wasn't there banging in the first issue? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it wasn't with the main character, like the main woman character, like it normally is. Yeah. Um, he was very respectful to her. I thought it was just good. I mean, yeah, understandably so. I feel like okay, 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 okay. I'll uh, I'll move on. Okay, yes. I have Sandman Universe Nightmare Country issue number three. This is a story about a character's name who I obviously <laughs> will not remember. The main character. The main character. Yeah, I love that. They are an artist, and she keeps seeing nightmares this big nightmare with tongue for eyes gross she's like hung out with the corinthian now uh she has a couple scary hitman hitman type dudes coming after her and there's a lot going on here are you enjoying it like now I, that yeah, you know yeah now that i know and i do feel like i have at now at this point read uh, like 17 issues of Sandman. Okay. So, That's quite a bit. Yeah. I read Did the, you get the trade? I, I read those, like, the half-off trades we had. Oh, okay. So I have the first and second one of the smaller versions, and I've read almost all of the second one now. Um, which, I, I guess this is a... I'll just do this rant. Why the fuck not? Um, I do not like Sandman very much. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um... It's not to say that I don't like it. I think the problem is for me that it's been just like so hyped up that I've just been like, all right, I'm expecting something so in insanely good. Mm -hmm. Are you disappointed? 
I wouldn't say disappointed is the right word. I'm just like, I, it's not that great. Like, I think it's, I understand why it was good for the time frame that it was done in. I understand why people really like it Mm -hmm. because it was something different, but the way that like I was introduced to comics and the way that like I have read comics since I've been into comics, Mm -hmm. especially like as an adult has been seeking out like comics that are not, you know, superhero related that are a little darker and a little weirder. And so for me, like Sandman, I think they're, are other things out there that kind of like are the epitome of like different weird comics and stories and I do understand why people like it I just I think it's a little cliche I think it's pretty dated mm-hmm. like when you read it it's just very much like you can tell the time frame it's kind of based in you can see like the the phrase um yeah it's like it's just a story where and i and now like reading this and like coming or back around to like this story i can feel the influence of like the original sandman series and like Mm -hmm. kind of where this is kind of like taking it and how it is a pretty good entry point for people but i just don't know i'm i have been talking to wit about it Shout out to Wit. It's been a while since we've done a Wit shout out. We love uh, you, Wit. We love you, Wit. Uh, but I was talking to Wit about it, so I was just like, I don't know. I just don't enjoy it. Like, there's something about it. Like, I like I get it. I don't dislike it. I just don't like it. Right. It's, and that's fair. It's just a story. I think mm-hmm. it's like, hmm. Not everyone's going to like that. Yes. Yeah. Would you say it's not your bag, baby? It, I would say it's not my bag, baby. Okay. Uh, but I, I think the art's really cool. I can see, like, now, if I think back to, like, Wicked and Divine, I mm-hmm. see a lot of, like, where that kind of, like, falls into the same area as Sandman um, and, like, influences. But anyway, that's a that was a whole rant. I'm sorry. I've just spent, like, I've been reading Sandman off and off. Off and on for like the last like two months. Okay. So, would you say you feel betrayed? <laughs> no, I don't think I feel betrayed. I think it's just I respect everybody's opinion about Sandman, and I, like I said, I understand why they like it and mm-hmm. why it's something that like feels different to them. I just don't have that same feeling because I feel like I read stuff that was different in a in a way where I I don't connect with Sandman. Okay. Um, do you think if you had read it, like, when you were oh, younger? Oh, fucking absolutely. You, okay. Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred fucking percent. I think if I had read Sandman, like, ten years ago, mm-hmm. I would have ate that shit up. I think now I am just not that, I mean, or if I read it at, like, 18 when I first, like, start, when I read, like, Preacher and Why and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, for sure. Okay. I think I might give it a try, because... I think it is worth reading. Like, mm-hmm. I do think it's worth checking out. I think it's... I I haven't read any other Neil Gaiman stuff. Besides, like, I guess... And, like, we've talked about this besides that Norse mythology, which is not Neil Gaiman. Right. It's, like, a take on Neil Gaiman, right. which is a whole nother thing. Yeah. But um, what I've taken out of this Sandman read and, like, reading different Sandman universe things now is I think that just, like, other people... <laughs> write these Neil Gaiman characters better. I, I like you know I, my stance on Gaiman. Yeah, like so I on. just like I think this is written better. I think like if I think about the dreaming story, mm-hmm. like I really loved like the way G. Willow Wilson wrote that like story arc or those two story arcs, and so it's just like maybe that's it. Like, and that's totally fine. Yeah. That's, once again, sorry. I will end there. Well, no, that's that's good to know because now I have like an idea going into it because all I've the only opinions that I've ever heard have been that shit is great, we love it, obsessed, and I just don't. I it's hard for me to believe that about series when that's the only thing that I hear. Like, there's no yeah. criticism of it, and I will be a hundred percent honest. 
the main reason I decided to read this is because Charles Dance is in the Netflix Sandman series. That makes sense to me. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to read Sandman now so I know who Charles Dance's character is. And I I love Charles Dance so much. I love Charles Dance so much (laughs) that I was like, I'm going to watch the Sandman series. Now I have to fucking read the book beforehand. Happy Father's Day, Charles Dance. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do this. This We have... Oh, go ahead. X... X-Men Red. This is issue number three. I was like, what time? It was hard for me to see it through uh-huh. the... Because uh-huh. there was like a glare and then the, the sun. Let there be light. Um, yeah, this is issue number three of X-Men Red. They're, they're having their own version of a, a crucible on planet Mars. Sorry. Uh, planet Araco. Um, where they're trying to take down Tarn? Karn. Karn? Right? Tarn, 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 the Uncaring. Um, so yeah, Vulcan is fighting him originally, um, and then uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Is there's like a Brand I, is doing some sketchy ass shit all the time. Yeah, I really like the Brand uh, Aurora conversation yes. that happened. Like that, it made me very like tense mm-hmm. i was just like Ugh. it's yeah these bitches are about to fight or fuck i don't know which one maybe both yeah <laughs> yeah i've been really enjoying this series i'm kind of mad at how much i enjoy it because mm-hmm. i don't need any more x-men stuff and they just keep fucking pulling me in yeah this book was good yeah this book was really good the that like yeah. the last page the the thing that magneto says i all of the magneto bits in yes there were really good yes um yeah, without spoiling it. Good book. It's been quite enjoyable. Yeah. Alright, so put your baby goggles on. We've got some naughty bits here. I don't have the cover A. I didn't realize that I got it. It's still in my box at work. Um, so anyway, this is Faithless Part 3, issue number 5. Um, Faith is just trying to go behind Lewis's back to get her, her baby back from hell. Her baby back ribs? Yeah, her baby back ribs. Baby back. A woman, baby back, baby back. Um, but yeah, that's... Cheesies! <laughs> baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> All right, sorry. The theme of the week is song and dance. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically what's going on. There's one issue left. Um, forever. Forever. Um, Faith is apparently way smarter than anyone gives her credit for because she is in for the long con and this is something that she has I mean, been working she's on. Faithless, not she like is. witless. Yeah, that's you know, that's very fair. You got me there. This I'm just gonna show you the cover again because um the comic distributors or whatever in Canada said, No, we are not doing this book anymore. It's too graphic. And this is the most tame cover yeah, this, so far. Uh, the last one was, like, the most disgusting, It I was feel disturbing. Like. But, yeah, there's not actually a lot of, like, gross stuff that happens in here. Like, there's uh, a couple pages of, like, torture, mm-hmm. but not sexy torture, which they love doing in here. Yeah. So, I don't know. I did, I think this issue where everything is coming all together and the the plan is more visible on what's happening, Mm -hmm. I liked this issue a lot. It reminded me of like why I started reading this Mm -hmm. book because there's a lot of thought to what is happening. Yeah. So yeah, one more issue and then we'll know how Faith gets her baby back. All right, so I have West with Sundown. This is issue number three. I love those covers. Yeah, the covers are, like, kind of the reason I want this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to read the back because I don't have a lot of thoughts. No thoughts, just, just words. Yeah, just words. The monster hunters who followed her across the country have Constance dead to rights. Now it's a shootout through town for a vampire who doesn't do too well at high noon. Meanwhile, Herzog Jung plans a visit, and he's got a mighty surprising history with the people in Sangre de, del Moro. So, just a weird monster western story. 
I'm I'm pretty disappointed that I never got my cover A like issue number one yeah. and I forgot about it and so I never added it to my poll because I was just saying I am a sucker for vampire stories and this is one that I'm not reading and I did enjoy yeah. that first one. Yeah, and it's not like a bad story. I don't like I said I have I don't really have any thoughts because it's just it's kind of a story, I guess, yeah. is the best way to describe it. Like, I don't I don't really have a feeling one way toward or another towards it. I'm just kind of, like, middle ground reading a book that I am... Like, I like the art. It's silly. That's, that's really it. More yeah. than anything. And that's it. That's all I got. It's just a story. Just a story. It's just a story. Okay. No offense to anybody who's creating that book. I'm not, like... I don't want to diss on you. Because you didn't say it's not your bag. So yeah, it's, it's just, just it's just a book. Yeah. Which is fine. Okay. Uh, so this is Grimm. This is issue number two. Um, this is a book where I wasn't sure. I wasn't sold on it 100% after the first issue. But I think I'm pretty sold on it now. This issue was really good. And like also the art. I think the problem is the art is so fucking good in this mm-hmm. book. Like the art and the colors are insane. Like, so the story is interesting and good, but I think the art really fucking sells it. Mm-hmm. The, the main character, I guess, who it follows, the Grim Reaper, Jessica, um, she is seen in the human world, which has never happened before. Um, she's the only Reaper who has no memory or mm-hmm. whatever of how she died, and it bothers her, so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, a lot of fun. I I do actually highly suggest this book. Um, this I, is one that Stephanie Phillips hit. Yeah, like it's yeah, very good. Like I said, it's just like uh, the art is by Flaviano and the colors are by Rico Renzi. So I think that is also like I, I know it's just one of the parts of the books I love so much. Mm-hmm. Like this particular page. Like, all the blacks and stuff are just, like, really, really well done, really well put together. Um, Yeah, and I am curious, especially since now I know that it is an ongoing... When did that happen? Was it ongoing the whole time? I I think it was ongoing the whole time. Okay. Because when I asked, it was ongoing from (sighs) the beginning. I was thinking of Little Monsters, how it was... It felt like it, yeah. Yes. Okay. But yeah, I, I'm i curious to see how they, like, keep the story, like, going past, like, I don't know, like, six issues. Right. I wonder if maybe, like, each arc is going to be about a different, like, Grim Reaper. Which, I mean, would yeah, be that'd, fine. Yeah, that would be fine, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So, um, I have issue number four of Slumber... Um, this is just a, about a dream hunter, essentially, who goes into people's dreams when they're like, oh yeah, when they're doing, when they have nightmares and stuff, she goes in and she eliminates the nightmares so that they are peaceful. But the reason she is doing that stuff is because she is haunted in a sense by nightmares that she had when she was younger. And the one nightmare is hopping from person to person so she is just hunting this one while taking care of business you know tcob um but yeah this one she new kids on the block (laughs) she discovers where the i forget what the valkyra valkra the the nightmare she finally discovers like where the nightmare is and she's going to take it down once and for all so i think there's one issue of this left i can't remember if it's five or six um i surprisingly like this story so much yeah it's so i'm glad to hear that because that first issue was just so meh for me yeah i wasn't sure how the story would end up it's just so silly like stupid and like goofy so Mm -hmm. many things in it just are very very enjoyable like it's just it's so goofy and I think that's probably part of the reason is that it just does not take itself seriously at all. The art when they're in the dreams, I adore the the colors yeah. and just how I don't know. It's just a very goofy book. That's uh, it. 
Okay. Okay, go. Okay. I have Alice Ever After. This is issue number three. Um, and this is a wild-ass book, and I love it so much. Um, so you find out kind of what Alice's dad has been doing and why she has become addicted to drugs. Um, and it is awesome in the worst fucking possible way. But I just, like, um, basically the drugs she's been addicted to take her into, like, the Wonderland. And kind of the characters do coincide with people in her real life. Yeah, um, and I just really like this story. I don't, I don't know what it is I like about it, but there is like the art is really, really good. Like the colors are great, and the story is just like it makes you uncomfy, and then also you're really, I really hope that she gets out of this situation because you know the Queen of Hearts or the headmaster, headmistress of the hospital that Alice is in right now is like trying to take advantage because she knows that Alice knows is remembering like things from her past and can use those like memories to blackmail her father so she's using like oh I can use this money and then this man can torture this girl to make her forget things right I don't know just yeah terrible fucked up shit but it's story did you know that the original alice from through the looking glass is lewis carroll based on her off of an actual young girl that he knew named alice he was obsessed with her Mm-mm. it was she was very very young there's no evidence that anything disgusting happened between them but there was a lot of like feelings about that yeah it was very very gross um if you look up like i'm sure you can just google it but he has a bunch of pictures and stuff of her in the alice outfit that he created and wrote this whole story for her Hmm. yeah there's your little gross tidbit of information just how everything in the past is awful yep yep men are gross (laughs) all right so now we have norse mythology talking about men are gross Mm -hmm. uh this is issue number five for some reason i thought this was the last one i thought it was too but nope there's there's one one more there's one more issue um i stand by my statement the last several times we've read this god suck Mm mm-hmm no offense to anybody who believes in any sort of religion, but... Full offense for me. <laughs> um, I, I've gotten over that, but I I really think that, like, yeah, gods are the worst. They mm-hmm. really, they really, nothing should cause that much pain in anybody's life. And to do so is just really less than anything i guess less than human and then here they i mean they're gods yeah yeah this is just ragnarok is kicking off Mm -hmm. so the last one the last issue is going to be how it ends and then how it begins again so we're getting close i'm excited Mm -hmm. like i think there's something about this story i've really enjoyed and i don't know though i do i do like it quite a bit um, I think it's like the art too. Yeah, like the, I like the different art. I like the different like story like telling. Um, but yeah, the I think the art like the different arts have really lended themselves. I love in this issue in particular like the panels, the mm-hmm. way that the story is told through the panels. I think it was it's just done very very well. Um, where is she, my girl mm-hmm. Segan? I love her so much. Um, Yes, just a very, very sweet woman. She did not deserve anything that happened to her. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's almost done, so. We're so close. We're so, so close. Okay, I have a town called Terror. This is issue number three. It's by Steve Niles and Simon Kudransky. Um, This is just about a, a man who is from a monster family. He escaped to live in normal life, married, you know, live in his living his true life living the dream yes living the dream he is forced back to his family town um and he cannot get out 
no matter how hard he tries, he is trapped there. Um, and his wife is still doing the investigation, trying to find him as well. They are able to track his cell phone to an extent. There's no service out there. Okay. Can't use it at all. But on the human side of it, they were able to like ping. Find him. Yes. And there's like this whole area because the town technically doesn't exist to humans. So there's an area that is just completely blacked out. And so they're like, this is where he's got to be. We just have to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. So they're getting close. I absolutely love the art in this book. It's just for a horror story. I think it's just very well done. Yeah. Um, and I will show it to you for people who are watching this. I just the colors of it are very good. So the red just, and blues are really great. Really yeah, good. I was gonna say it's just the colors are so simple, but. It just does a very good job of making it seem uncomfortable and horrific. Oh, yeah, Town Called Terror. I'm not sure how many issues there were supposed to be of this one. Um, I feel like it was going to be five, yeah, but I might right. I might be wrong. It definitely feels like it's going to be summed up yeah, in that I felt, amount of I issues. I felt like it was a shorter one. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy this quite a bit. I like the monster family. I think they're very cute. Like the monsters. Yeah, the monsters. Uh, All right, so next we have Jurassic League. This is issue number two. This is a book that's written by Daniel Warren Johnson, and then the art is by Juan Gideon. And uh, Mike Spicer, I always like to call him spicier, but I'm sure that... I have been saying that too, and I think it's because I do it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should start being better about even white people names <laughs> Mike Spicer does the colors um, but yeah it's just a silly little story about if the Justice League were dinosaurs and I love the shit out of it in the dumbest way possible yeah it is so <laughs> much fun like with several of my books today it's just so silly yeah no it's super silly I think it's something where you know, you're not supposed to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to just have a good time. And I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I know that you and I read quite a few serious books. Uh, but sometimes and always you need something that's just like a break because life and everything is heavy. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like one of those perfect balances where it's like, I, I just want that. I want that little bit of like, I want to laugh. I want to have fun. I want to read. Like, fucking comics exist for dumb shit exactly like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's why comics are around. Like, we don't... I I know that comics are something that are, like, you know, very artful and very meaningful. But sometimes I just want dumb shit, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, come on. I can enjoy something that's meaningful, but I also, like... I need my brain to be able to shut off. I don't need to be, like, thinking every single day. Dang, I was hoping it said something. I just, I always think, like, this one, because of, like, how goofy it is, I wonder if Daniel Warren Johnson was just one day, like, you know what? I was obsessed with superheroes when I was little (laughs) and dinosaurs, so I'm just going to combine them, which I think is a genius idea. Yeah, no, it's just, like, real. I don't know. I know people are, whenever I try to suggest this to them, are just like, eh, but it's like, why? Yeah, what, why what, are you... What, why would you even turn turn yourself away from this? Did you go see the Jurassic Park movie? Then just get this fucking book. <laughs> Were you a child? Because every child is obsessed with dinosaurs oh, yeah. at some point. Like, just read it for your hey, inner heaven. child. Oh my god. It's our mating call. <laughs> I'll include the uh, like a thirty second clip for everybody's little hearts. Yes, dinosaurs. They make me cry yeah. and they make me laugh now too. So, okay. So lastly, we have do a power bomb, which is also another Daniel Warren Johnson book. I've been looking forward to this one for quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, Mike Spicer does the colors. Uh, Russ Wooten does the letters, and. This was a strong fucking first issue. Like, this was so good. This is my first real Daniel Warren Johnson, like, 
story to get okay. into. Because I, I know, obviously, he does drastically, but mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. his story. So this is, yeah, the first one that I have read, and I absolutely loved it. I loved it, like, two pages in. I, like... And we'll have to actually, when you finish Murder Falcon, I, mm-hmm. my plan was to reread it. We'll have to actually do a little, like, Murder Falcon video. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's something about, like, this story definitely hits heavy right from the beginning. Like, lets you know, like, where you're sitting with it. But also, like, like the thing I love about his work is it does a really good job of balancing, like, that seriousness with, like, silliness mm-hmm. and, like... You know, uh, one of our friends or one of our pull file customers at the shop was like, well, I don't really like wrestling. And I was like, I don't think you need to like wrestling to Mm -hmm. read this book. And I used Murder Falcon as an example because it's like I'm not a huge metal fan. And that book is all about, you know, metal music and like that sort of life. And like, yes, this is about wrestling but i think it's you know it's about so much more than that it's about family yeah and i think it's like really like you have to be willing to like read those stories that might not be within like what you think is your niche and i think that's like even in the author's note something like daniel warren johnson talks about is like how he wants to share this with you and like you don't have to be a fan of this but like I think his love for the things he enjoys really comes through and like I actually I love that mm-hmm. like there's something that's so it makes a piece of work so much more meaningful to know that like you know somebody like likes that and like why wouldn't you want to allow somebody to build a story off of something they're just a fucking huge fanboy about like that's that's really cool this I actually did read the author's yeah, note yeah. this time, but this going off of what you said, this is um, the part of it. I guess that I just I I just loved it so much. Um, let's see where does it start. I could go on for a long time on why I love pro wrestling, the combination of real life sports with curated moments, the drama of seeing a person put their life on the line for a story. But honestly, if someone hasn't experienced wrestling internationally it's tough to explain why it's so great which brings me to comics i believe that comics are inherently an inviting art form from memes to newspaper strips we connect with images and words together immediately it makes in my opinion the perfect platform to introduce someone to new ideas and worlds it's one of the many reasons i love comics so much it's so easy to share my passion with other people and sharing things that i love brings me so much joy it's good stuff, bro. Yeah. The goal like. <laughs> is and always has been to invite people in no matter where they're at. So, yeah. It's just, it's very, very good. I um, was friends with this girl in middle school who was absolutely obsessed with wrestling. So while I was not very into it myself, I watched a lot <laughs> of it growing up. And it was always a lot of fun. And I get why people like it, but I also get why people don't yes. like it. And I just think... To put that idea into a comic and just, especially with as heavy as the content is in here, yeah. it's just, it was a very good first issue and I am... Say, so like as I told you the other day, I just want to know. I yeah. want it all now. Yeah. I yeah. want it all now because I know that it's going to be great and I... And especially with as he- as heavy as it's going to be, yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's like inher- yeah. inherently like a heavy book, and where it's going is going to not be fun. Um, I'm ready for those emotions and ready to explore that story, and I think it's going to be very well done. Like, yeah, I just need a good cry. I just need a good cry, <laughs> yeah. and I know I'm going to get it because yeah. I was a little not weepy necessarily but i got uh, i got choked up reading this first mm-hmm. one like halfway through it i was like god how am i gonna read the rest of the series <laughs> but i want it and i need it bring on the tears baby yeah so go pick up do a power bomb for fucking sure especially if you care about any of our opinions on anything mm-hmm. don't not me though don't <laughs> don't listen to my opinion um, okay, since it's Sunday, Christopher is here, and we gotta go watch Buffy. Um, so go support your local comic book shops. Go support your local libraries. Take care of the people you love and you know and you're friends with. Everything. Life, it's too short. People are too wild. 
Yeah, just, I don't know, be a good person. That's all we can ask for. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks. Thanks as always. We love you. We went all along today. I'm sorry I ranted about Sandman. We'll see you on the flippity flip. Wait, well, I did just want to do a quick shout out to Jeff Delgado for making me feel like we are <laughs> just doing a really, really good job. Thank you for listening yeah. all the time and for telling us how how much you enjoy what we do. It may it always makes me feel really good to know that we have people that listen to us and actually do value our opinion on things Uh, i never thought i would have that in my (laughs) life and so it just means a lot to hear it so thank you all right well that made me a little weepy yeah i told you i'm trying to cry (laughs) uh thank you we love you once again well for real see you on the flippity flip goodbye we love you (laughs) 